Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So uh, just me, uh, but we'll come to that in a second. Um, it'll be the usual stuff, something from the week when it was recorded, uh, games, movies and TV. Um, that's probably about it to be fair. So, CookieCast is looking for guests. Do you know someone that has an interesting job or an interesting hobby? Or are you yourself somebody with an interesting job or an interesting hobby? If so, drop us a line we'll get you on. Or them on. Or you you get it. Anyway. So, we're looking for guests. So yeah, keep that in mind. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Here we go. It is not the usual Monday night putting off of things. Um, but it is it's later than we'd like. Let's put it that way. That's just circumstance. At time of recording, it is, I'm pretty sure you can say it's like four days till Christmas. Just uh, responding to messages, incredibly rude, incredibly rude. Um, <clears throat> right, let's find a list. What's on the list? Nothing. Not a huge amount. Um, obviously, I could spend X amount of time talking about what an absolute shit show things are, country-wise. Um, but. <sighs> I'm not going to, because I gave up talking about that a long time ago. Um, couple of bits, nothing major. Don't think it'll take long to get through those. Um, I've actually watched some TV. Yeah, TV. Some films, nothing new, I'm afraid. So if you if you're looking for a a new fixture. Um, you've come to the wrong place let's face it um, and some game stuff if any of that comes as a surprise I mean you know there's been over 80 episodes of this episodes yeah let's go with episodes and the format is largely the same so I'm drinking a glass of water uh, because the coffee that I've got to drink is too warm and I would have had a coffee sooner uh, a little bit late for a coffee maybe but I am flagging I honestly feel like a, a little bit like I've been hit by a train I think I'm stressed out Ooh. Uh, speaking of out I nearly pulled all my hair out um, I think I'm stressed out. I've got a million jobs to do. 
I've got a short space of time to do those jobs and I mean yeah you you, you can you can imagine what the knock-on effect there is um, like tomorrow two podcasts but I also need to go and see um, Edward sorry I'm just turning my hair back all jobs that should have been done previous to this but you know there um, and he's going to see Edward socially distanced of course uh, but I need to drop something at his for Mr Panas so I'll, like, I'll have to leave it on the doorstep ask Ed if he can hold on to it until um, Mr Panas passes on his way to work very complex very difficult to uh, conduct business it's not business at all it's uh, um, well it's that time of year isn't it the time for giving as I believe the song says um, right sod it let's just get going because I know I'm I'm dilly dallying I'm dawdling because I know that there's not a massive amount to discuss um, I think I'm I think I'm getting old it's been a lot going on recently where I'm like I think I might be old I think I might be getting old what a few meetings at, uh, at the work last couple of weeks where there's this phenomenon has started and I don't believe it started I believe that I'm just noticing it more and I think I'm noticing it more because I'm possibly getting old I think it's an old thing um, so here's what I'm talking about and I'm going to sneeze so let's get that out of the way first <laughs> there she is oh look at the size of those lines that's what uh, nah, doesn't matter oh wow so what I'm talking about is swearing I swear like a trooper I use swearing as punctuation when I'm talking short version is I swear a lot so there we go that's that that's out there I've said it anybody that knows me knows everything that I just said is true and or accurate started to notice why I've been going to meetings and a um, couple of people who shall remain nameless because you know them um, a couple of meetings uh, with the same couple of people and they were talking and you know talk 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 swear word and I'm like how, how necessary was that swear word a bit more talking another swear word I'm like again so the, the swear word felt unnecessary and then, you know carried on more swearing uh, and I'm like I really don't feel that this is the uh, the appropriate language that we should be using in uh, in our meetings didn't say that 
at one point I nearly did say I'll tell you something I'm going to get you a lot of swear jar because my word and that was the point where I was like what what is happening right now the realisation that I have in some way become offended by swearing and I swear a lot and immediately my go-to is I mean you just you're just getting old aren't you it's an age thing I'll be telling people to turn the music down before long I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon I would blast him some tunes today went to uh, went to take the baby to the old uh, nursery driving back cranked that puppy up and it was some thumping tunes as well RTG so yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of age stuff going on at the moment I uh, keep coming back to this and it's getting worse man this sense of my own mortality it's proper freaking me out these days like just that sort of that thought of well what happens when when you die and I know that's probably you know an age-old question every everybody asked that from from an early age I remember thinking that when I was little but now I'm like does it just does it just all stop I'm thinking about it a lot it reminds me every time I think about it it reminds me of the episode of Red Dwarf uh, where Crichton's explaining about Silicon Heaven and then explains why religion was created for humans I'll leave that there um yeah I'm just it's a lot of age stuff at the moment and I'm trying to get away from it you know I'm trying to trying to exercise keep keep going keep uh, get the weight down um, things like that um, but yeah a lot of age stuff a lot of age stuff uh, let's have a look speaking of um, exercising um, I have been struggling I think, I think the way certain things work is like you build stuff up so like saying like a so it must have been last week I was saying it about the week before saying like how like with not eating and stuff how I was like struggling um, and that has been very evident excuse me like a coffee that has been very evident in the last week um, and I presume like because of not eating like the, the energy levels just weren't there I was really really struggling um, to work out struggling to run, struggling to have the, the sort of the energy and the inclination to do these things which is difficult when they are in a lot of ways naturally things that you probably don't want to do uh, 
and we all know my feelings on running um, working out not so much but I still get it with working out when working out becomes really difficult as it has been recently um, there have been a, a few points where I've been a little bit like well I mean if I can't do it what's the point um, and you know you do get through it you get through the workout you come out the other side alive sometimes barely but hey um, but yeah I've been struggling um, I don't know whether it's, a, whether it's a mental thing or if it is just things like an amount of time of not eating um, has a knock on effect um, I did say you know the last week I've been attempting to eat a bit more um, I will admit with the time of year um, it's probably gone a little bit the other way um, there's been a few less vegetables and a few more I, what I wanted to say was oh, a few more um, bad meals that's not actually true um, I've been eating more crisp breads um, so I imagine you know calorie wise between like a massive bowl of vegetables and a few crisp breads um, I don't know what the calorie difference would be obviously with crisp breads it is what you put on them um, so you know corn uh, cream cheese cucumber not hugely calorific items um, but you do know you do notice an energy difference and this could be it again um, maybe it's the maybe it's the content and quality of the food that's going in um, I've been saying about um, like the the Christmas time you know you've got those couple of weeks where there's a few too many goodies about and things like that I had a conversation with Leanne yesterday she was talking about getting uh, pastries for Christmas day breakfast and I was like why oh you know that's what we do that's what we do at Christmas it's like uh-huh why well, she was basically saying it was like like tradition and I was saying I am um, my only focus at that point in time is keeping the calorie down I am very much all about let's eat the Christmas meal let's eat the Christmas dinner that's if we can get any shopping at this point in time but that's a that's an aside let's eat the meal let's eat the dinner outside of that that might be my only meal it's Friday today's Monday I'm already, you know, I'm like, well, I'll be, I'll be going for a run in the morning. Should probably make sure it's a longer run. It's Friday, so be working out in the evening. And if I can just target that one meal, you know, we all talk about Christmas dinner being your entire day's worth of calories in one meal. Well, okay, there we go. Problem solved. Job done. So I am looking at areas where I can trim the fat, some might say, whilst actually trying to trim actual, it's not necessarily fat, but it's calories. Um, 
so yeah that's that's some of the stuff that's going on um, something I didn't write down on the list something that I did uh, I did want to speak about I had this thing today where uh, I was talking to somebody about some podcast related business um, and I was saying like next year I want to sort of get a few more guests like track down um, people of interest and I don't mean like you know people of interest to the FBI I mean like you know interesting people people who have done things or got interesting lives or got interesting jobs um, heads up if you know anybody or you are one of those people give me a shout drop me an email or something or get me on the socials um, so I'm, I'm on the hunt for guests um, for a while now there is a particular guest that I would like to get um, and it's like I need to I need to initiate a conversation with a particular person to find out if I can get a particular guest but I have this that whole why well, you know I need to speak to I need to I need to start that conversation and felt like I couldn't to some degree um, and I was talking to somebody else saying you know I need to have this conversation with this person um, but I don't feel like I can initiate that conversation literally 10 minutes later I was like you know what seize the day die by the sword all of those things put my big boy pants on have the conversation and I was like talk about getting this guest on um, and so far have had what could be seen as a positive outcome now obviously a lot of that's quite cryptic because I don't want to ruin it because um, this is somebody that I consider that is going to be quite an interesting guest to get on I consider it to be quite a quite a big thing for the podcast um, and certainly like I say a direction I want to move in next year so keep tuned for that I was just more talking about uh, strapping on the big boy pants and getting it done so I watch some TV now straight off the bat so that we're not under any illusions or any of that I'm going to look this up now I can tell look at that number number one on the list so here's the thing I just all I want to do is double check the episodes so I think I want Five, six, seven, eight. But why is that? Yeah. Gonna go out on a limb and say I've already I'd already watched that. Right, so here we go. I watched episode five, six, seven, eight of season two of the Mandalorian um, now I'm going to say I'm going to make a statement now if you don't agree with this statement this would be the time to fast forward I'm going to try and keep a lot of it spoiler free 
but if you haven't seen the episodes you know by now so this is kind of a spoiler and kind of a disclaimer to start things moving so here we go I've said it before I'm gonna say it again I personally think that the Mandalorian is hands down the best thing that has the Star Wars name attached to it outside of the games since the original trilogy and when I say the original trilogy I do mean the unaltered original trilogy it's really good um, in my opinion I know a lot of people disagree with that in my opinion it's really good doesn't hurt anything that um, there's been characters um, from the wider universe brought either into it or back into it that's all I'll say about that and it doesn't hurt that it has one of my favourite comedians um, who has been in a role and may or may not reprise that role at another point in time and that's all I'll say about that um, series 2 is very much a series where it starts out and you're like ah oh, this is what we're doing is it every episode's going to be this but it's very much uh, the back end of the series bear in mind it's only 8 episodes the back end of the series is like oof Oh, that, that's the that's the sweet spot. That's the money. Money. Um, like I say, going to try to keep it spoiler free. However, um, they got somebody who I really like uh, as an actress, although you can't say actress these days, it's as an actor, a female actor. They got somebody I really like to play a character that's very well known in the Star Wars mythology uh, and they the, the t those two things put together amazing uh, choices very well done that is episode that is an episode that I'm discussing um, I think by now everybody knows that there is a particular character that's returning to the Star Wars story um, I wasn't sure how I felt about that now that I've seen it and witnessed it and all that sort of stuff, I was like, yeah, I'm fine with it. There was an episode that potentially had um, a, a, a person in that I, uh, I'm a big fan of. And then the big one being the last episode of the second series. It's, it's awesome. If you've heard anything about it... Um, people are probably playing it down somewhat because of weird to say but because of how good it is um, it's just very good very well done um, Disney being Disney Disney being Marvel a, a certain uh, technology that they own which allows them to take people and 
do things to those people. I'll leave that there. I, I, I can't. I can't say too much. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable series. Um, just yeah, a lot of fun. Very good. I do wonder where they're going to go with series three. I can see here that there is a series three listed. Everything's listed 2021. Uh, there's currently four episodes listed. Um, and I am aware that there is a, I don't know, like a spin-off series. It's just very good, is the, uh, is the short version. Um, it's one of those not only is it difficult to review something that is good, as we know, it is difficult to review something that is good and something you can't really talk about. Probably best to leave it there, unfortunately. Let me know when you've watched it and we can talk about that. How's that? I have watched an entire series of films a Christmas movie and it's hard to, that one's hard to say two films of a series I guess that, are, that is of a bigger story uh, I don't know um, so I watched all of the Resident Evil films this is something that I do every now and then I remember the first Resident Evil very well. Um, I was a big fan of that film when it came out. Um, it had some, um, some very enjoyable things, some very enjoyable like CG things. I, I think we all, you know, anybody who's seen it or whatever, will always remember the, the laser grid scene. Um, it's very good, it's done very well. And so on and so forth. As a film, it's pretty, you know, it, it was good for its time, it's pretty good. The second one, I saw the thing on, because they're all on Prime at the moment. So the next one, the blurb said the sequel to the $100 million Resident Evil. And the more those films go on, the more I wonder how they get made. <sighs> they get a bit... <laughs> I want to say they get a bit far-fetched, but they're films based on computer games about zombies, I mean the first computer game was people in a house ultimately, solving puzzles and yeah there was the odd zombie mm. chocolate orange coffee yummy little bit it's, it's a little bit of the wrong ratio too much orange, not enough chocolate but um, there's worse things in life um so yeah, you've got the first one, 
first one's probably in the realms of being classed as a classic, I guess. Um, then you've got the second one. The second one introduces like a series, uh, an additional series of characters. Some of those characters, one of those characters, is in the last one. I think I'm making a lot of this up. The only question that I had through watching all of these films was how do they keep making these films? And then I, I, I'd watched them all and was like, I guess that's kind of how they keep making them. Because I've sat down and watched all of them and it's not the first time, although it was only the second time I'd seen the last one. And having watched the last one again, I was a bit like, yeah, I can see why. I think the last one could very well be the weakest of the bunch. There was the one, and, and this, this shows, there was the one that was 3D, and I owned it in 3D. Uh, I think they abandoned that. Because the next one was like, uh, the blurb was the sequel to the 3D Resident Evil. Some very 3D elements in that film. Um, which, I think it's that thing, isn't it? That when a film isn't 3D, the stuff that's supposed to be 3D really stands out. Um, but yeah. I, I wasn't sure, like by the end of it, I wasn't sure how I felt about the entire process. I, I think I just felt quite conflicted. I was like, how do they keep making these films? I mean, I'm, I'm watching them, but how do they keep making I think it was that. It was that sort of like vicious cycle. Because um, there's that part of me that wants to say they're bad films, but aspects of them are bad. Other aspects, not so much. They really do strike me as like, like a superhero element to them because, like, main characters die left, right, and centre, and then two minutes later they're back in it. So I thought you were dead. Oh well, yeah, but the, this thing happened, and, and now I'm not dead. All right, we, we just we just believe that. Yeah, let's move on. All right then. So yeah, um, it was an experience. Uh, I don't know if enjoyable is the right word, but it was an experience. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I just, I feel very conflicted, uh, is the short version. Um, yeah. Watched a Christmas film, but uh, as I'm sure you uh, you would imagine, uh, not the most uh, traditional of Christmas films. Although, absolute classic Christmas film. I watched Scrooged. Um, that is a great film. Here's something. That film started and the music started. And I was like, there's a Tim Burton movie. Like, 
the way that film started, the music, like the intro, everything, I was like, this reeks of Tim Burton. Then after a while, I was like, but I would know that it was a Tim Burton film. You know, like, you can pretty much name all the Tim Burton movies because you just know what they are. So after a while, I was like, that would tell me that it isn't. So then who is it? So I looked it up, as you do. Uh, Richard Donner, which I was very surprised. A, that I didn't know it. And B, like, didn't he do Superman? Very different films. Um, absolute, in the words of Sam, absolute stone cold classic. That movie is, it's, it's great. Some very interesting, um, actors. I read loads of stuff about it because when I was looking it up, I was like, well, I'll, I'll read some stuff about it. Um, Richard Donner and Bill Murray didn't get on. It was the first film Bill Murray had done. After Ghostbusters... After Ghostbusters 2, maybe? Or After Ghostbusters? Uh, but he was, living, he was living in Paris and trying to decide whether he was going to give up acting. Um, turned down a load of other roles, big films, to do it. Um, but yeah... Um, Richard Donner and Bill Murray did not get on in the making of that film um, Bobcat Goldthwaite's in it back when he was still doing The Voice um, it's just it's just a, an absolute monster of a film um I was like, I was watching it. I was, I was really getting into it, and I was, I was saying to Leanne, I was like, "Do you suppose Scrooge is the ultimate Christmas film? Because it feels like Christmas." I was like, "Christmas isn't like those other Christmas movies where it's like, you know, the 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 Christmas love story. Christmas isn't like that. Christmas is just." pretty much a shit show start to finish you know you panic you haven't got enough presents you panic you haven't got enough you haven't bought enough for enough people you you know you, you panic that like I, i'm gonna you know i'm gonna wrap some presents in a bit and i'm like you can guarantee that once i've wrapped those presents i'll be like i haven't bought enough you know as a concept that's not amazing then you've got you know family or other people's family or, you know you got back when the world was normal you've got various different parties there's just a lot of a lot of going on and a lot of stress and i think that's something that comes through in that film quite quite extensively is stress bill murray's character is incredibly stressed through you know everybody outside of what's going on with him just sees that he is overworked, you know, he's overstressed. You know, they don't know what's going on with him. Um, but it could be seen, you know, it's no, it's no, it's no great leap to, to presume that he is um, stressed out. 
And I just had this this overwhelming sort of sense that maybe it has it has correctly captured the feeling of Christmas in the fact that it's just super stressful. And it shouldn't be. It should be enjoyable. Mmm. Delightful. I watched Screws and it was good. I enjoyed it. I watched Spider-Man. Which Spider-Man here you ask? I watched the more recent ones. Uh, now then. Homecoming and Far From Home. Here's the thing. I'm going to make a confession right now. There was always something about that first Spider-Man. That um, Homecoming. I couldn't put my finger on it. And there was always something that I didn't... That I didn't like about it. And I couldn't put my finger on it. And I feel like now that I've realised what it is. I can finally open up and admit that I didn't I, I, th I, I spent all this time and I was like I don't think I like this film but I can't tell you why watching it this time I can now tell you why and it's going to sound strange but I just, I'm just going to have to explain it as best I can it's too long and I bet you that it's probably in the two hour region now these days that isn't too long if you look at like some of the Avengers films and your three hour sort of region a two hour movie is not too long but that's not the problem the problem is what it felt like was I put that film on in the morning and I was still watching it in the afternoon now obviously you could say well did you put it on at 11.59 and you were watching it at 2 o'clock no it felt like I put it on at 10 o'clock in the morning and I was still watching it at 3 o'clock in the afternoon that's what it felt like and I think that was the issue that, I, that I'd always had with it and I thought it was because I didn't like it but couldn't I didn't feel like I could say that out loud sort of thing. But that wasn't it. That's what that's not what it ended up being. What it's ended up being is a realization that it's just it just feels so long. And that probably sounds quite negative and weirdly I don't mean it in a negative sense. I think what it is is that there's maybe too much going on. There's maybe too much happening. And maybe it's a, it's a situation where they've crammed so much into it. That it feels longer than it is. And maybe that's the problem. I'm playing bits of it through my head as I'm talking. And I'm like, it feels like four different films in one. 
Here's something else. Michael Keaton. Speaking of Tim Burton, you've got to ignore the fact that Michael Keaton was Batman for two films. Which is a bit weird. But on the flip side, Michael Keaton plays that part really well. Like he, he plays, you know, he's the vulture and he plays him really well. Because there's a lot less of the evil supervillain. That is almost non-existent. Other than, you know, the wings. But the wings and stuff, to him, are just a tool to get the job done. Admittedly, the job is, you know, stealing technology from... Well, it's Tony Stark, I guess. But that side of it really is a means to an end. And I think that's the element that I really like about it. Because he just spends the whole film talking about the fact that he's doing it for his family. Um, obviously, you know, there's the, the aspect that there is that is a twist. Realise at this point in time, I should have probably said that there are spoilers involved. Just realise that probably not, there's a possibility that not everybody's seen this film. Um, so here's the thing it's not a bad film. And I'm not saying, like, oh, it's too long. It's not too long, like Bad Boys 2 is too long. It's not that, it's just, I think there is just so much stuff crammed into that film that it ends up feeling like too much. So there's that. Then I watched the, the second one, which is Far From Home. Now, I have an issue with Far From Home because it's set in multiple different countries and we keep coming back to, you know, in this in this story, in this in this incarnation of Spider-Man, we keep coming back to Friendly Neighbourhood Spider, you know, based in New York. So, and I, you know, I get that it's tackled in the film as a, you know, can't be Spider-Man in a different country. But should he be Spider-Man in a different country? You know, should we be doing that story? Could they not have done all the stuff that they did in that film in New York? Was there something stopping that? Or is it just a cultural thing? I know a lot of films do a lot of moving around. Um, I'd only seen it once before. Um, so it was good to watch it again I do feel that it's possibly the better of the two films um, especially having watched it again because I enjoyed it quite a lot um, there's a lot of elements that I, I quite like about that film one of them being is um, the the Jake Gyllenhaal side of it He's very good in that role. Um, again, probably won't spoil anything there because you know spoilers and all that. I'll just leave that there. Um, so yeah, I f I feel that 
There's a possibility the second one is the better of the two. Um, and yeah, I just uh, I just found it to be very enjoyable. Do wonder. I know that they're doing this third one, and they keep talking about all the returning characters. It's become a bit of an internet meme type thing where people just keep posting stuff about people who are going to return, <laughs> going to return for Spider-Man Three. The one I saw the other day was. Joey Diaz and all of the train passengers from from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 are, are said to be returning for Spider-Man 3. That is hilarious. But yeah, they've got um, the last two Spider-Man, Spider-Men, uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to return. Um, how do I say this tactfully? Has anybody seen Tobey Maguire since Spider-Man 3? I can't imagine. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to look it up. I can't imagine what Tobey Maguire looks like now. I wouldn't. I every time he gets mentioned, I wonder if he now looks like the character he played in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Um, Toby. No, that's not how you spell Toby, dickhead. Toby, I mean it doesn't even come up. Meh. Ma. Ma, ma, ma. Nope. <laughs> Jesus. Um, um, um Oh, is it that? Oh man. Why can't I spell? I think it's that. Maybe he's been. Maybe he's been. <laughs> maybe he's been removed. <laughs> oh, because I've spelled his name wrong. Anybody surprised that I spelled? I spelled Toby wrong. <laughs> right. Where is the? Where is the film? No, oh, there we go. See all. Ooh. Okay, you know things are bad when the last mention uh, is three years ago. And it was a voice in something. Before that, it was, th it was another three years before that. Ooh. Um, the, the next big one. Like there's a few TV episodes of stuff. Again, the next big one before that's another well, only a year. Great Gatsby. Tropic Thunder. Eh? And then yeah, I'm I'm shocked by the Tropic Thunder thing. Um. And then, no surprises, 2007, Spider-Man 3. You did the voice of uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man in the uh, 2007 Spider-Man 3 video game. Uh, so, I think, we can, I think we can fairly safely say 
not a massive amount in 13 years. How recent do we suppose that picture is? Because, I mean, he, he looks well enough there, but how old is that picture? Videos, images, see all. This is, this must be absolutely enthralling to listen to. Yeah, oh, almost all of those pictures there are donkeys years old. So, yeah, I think we'll abandon the soda. So, yeah, a lot of people returning for this, this next one, but I do wonder how how they're going to go. I know the, the after in, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, they're going to lean on that. I know that, you know, there's a uh, <coughs> mention of Doctor Strange um, and various other characters. And then there's all of these people that are said to be returning. I saw that uh, Alfred, Alfred Molina is supposed to be returning as Doc Ock. Some very interesting choices going on. Um, will certainly be interesting to see what they make of all this Spider-Verse stuff. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I watch the Spider-Man films. Uh, we talk computer games. Let's talk some VR. I'm playing um, Stormland. Might have mentioned it. Uh, did I mention that I tried it and then I hadn't gone back to it? But then I was saying I was going to go back to it. Um, I have gone back to it, uh, and I'm finding it very enjoyable at the moment. As with all games, that is subject to uh, change. Uh, admittedly, I have just reached a point where um, I've got a big boss to beat. Um, and I, I had to turn it off abruptly. And my fear is that the game won't have saved me at the save point where the big boss was. It will have saved me at like the beginning of the level, which will be insanely insanely infuriating but we will find out um, really really good game so far um, touch wood I'm touch some wood because I don't want this one to turn on me um, interesting in story interesting engaging good use of VR tools um, the climbing aspects very good the different um, different robotic arms you've got, weapons, shooting, um, you've got a shield, um, there's an interesting movement system where you uh, you like speed across, I thought it was water but it turns out it's clouds, um, but you can like speed across them and you get like boosts and stuff, that's super cool. Uh, one thing I will say is it, it is a game that um, a couple of points has actually made me feel a little bit sick. Um, I think at one point it was because I had the headset on a little bit wrong and it was putting, putting a bit of pressure on uh, like around my eye. So I don't know if that was necessarily the game itself. Uh, and I think the other one was I had to do like a lot of climbing. Uh, I think some way that not quite winded myself 
I'm not that out of shape. Um, but something similar to that. Um, absolutely worth the money I paid for it because I got it for half price in a sale. Do love a good sale, especially uh, VR sales are always great. So I've been uh, up to this point, and again, touching wood, uh, up to this point I've been thoroughly enjoying that. I've uh, been getting right into it. Uh, I keep dipping back into Boneworks' arena mode. Um, but I do feel that um, it's, uh, it's time to keep moving on. I've got a big pile of VR games that I haven't played at this point in time. And that's, uh, that's no good. So we're going to finish Stormland. I'm going to move on. Um, on Friday, which is Christmas, um, I will be able to start playing Half-Life Alex because uh, there was a there was a situation where that went on sale so I had it bought as a Christmas present so I have kept it uh, but I will be able to play it as of Friday I did also buy I personally bought the DLC to go with it so uh, looking forward to that but I'm also very apprehensive I've seen a lot of stuff talk, that talks about how scary it is um, so Mm, we'll have to see what that sort of goes like. I also saw a lot of stuff about how um, it's kind of ripped off a lot of stuff from Boneworks and how uh, Boneworks is actually a secret Half-Life game. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see what that's like. I'll, I'm sure I'll be updating people uh, about that. Um... Clearly, uh, clearly a theme because uh, the console game I've been playing recently is um, is the Spider-Man game. Interesting note: Stormland and the Spider-Man PS4 game made by the same company, Insomniac Games, or released or published, however you want to say it. Um, I've been playing Spider-Man largely for something to play. Um, it's a game that I've tried to go back to a few times but um, some of the bigger issues that I have with that game really you know once you've played it once or twice uh, they really are um, game killers um, I've said it before and I'll say it again the, uh, the MJ and Miles Morales sections of that game are truly awful and they really do kill the flow of that game that game um ironically um one of the reasons i've been playing it is because um i've been watching some stuff for the miles morales game which does look like a lot of fun uh, i'd quite like to have a go on that um but i think the last i saw you could get, <laughs> irony being, you could get a PS5 version of it for, I think it was £48. Uh, if you want a PS4 version, it was £64 because it was showing as, like on Amazon, it was showing as mostly being out of stock. So obviously people are trying to capitalise. Um, nothing compared to the CD that I saw 
um, recently. CD that I've been trying to get hold of uh, that's been out of stock for quite a while. I found somewhere that was selling it. I wanted £200 for it. It's like, what? Really? So, yeah. Um, I have reached the end of the story, which has put me in a position where I've actually been putting off finishing Spider-Man. Um, I'm thinking what I might actually do is finish it maybe tonight. It's 10 to 10 at this point and I've got stuff to do. Um, so it might not happen. I would have liked to have played Stormland as well. That might also be going out the window at this point in time, looking at the big pile of stuff I've got to wrap. Uh, but we shall see. Uh, it might be just a job for tomorrow, but I've got a lot of stuff on tomorrow as well. Reason that I'm saying I, I might just get it finished up is um, I quite fancy going back to Ghost of Tsushima because there seems to have been a lot of updates for that game. Um, there's I, You almost never hear me say this phrase, but there's a multiplayer I actually fancy checking out. Um so yeah, I might just get the might just get Spider-Man finished up and then uh maybe install Ghost to Shishima. But like I say, busy busy boy over the next few days and then it is uh indeed going to be Christmas. Who knows what that'll bring. Um other than we do know Half Life Alex is uh is gonna be on the cards, so there's that. Ooh. water that as they say in the business is that uh, thank you very much and uh, at this point in time I will speak to you after Christmas now so there and what will then be days mere days away from 2021 Whew, it's all about the future right thank you very much So there you go, what do you think to that? Another one done. Where does all of the podcast time go? Who knows? Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us on YouTube, however you're, however you're doing it, um, do click the subscribe button. Uh, it's a big help to the channel. and that's, uh, that's That helps everybody further down the line. Um, we've got our other formats. If you're a listener... Uh, iTunes and uh, SoundCloud, so uh, check those out if you're if you're more for the listening. So yeah, that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.